Hey everyone, welcome to the Fortress of Solitude podcast. I'm your host, Sergio Pereira, and always, always, well, actually, let's just say about 90% of the time, I'm joined by Lois Kutab. So, dude, what's happening, man? You hey, had a, man, what's up, what's up? Yeah, you had a bit of a break. I mean, are you feeling a little bit refreshed after your, your holiday? Dude, I, I was in, uh, I was I was kind of missing the podcast, to be honest, just sad and wanted to come back. <laughs> so, to be honest, that's the only reason I came back from a holiday at all. Oh really? Okay, that, 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 that's good. That's good. And don't tell anybody that you know you do work for or anything like that. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that's the only reason. No, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's nice to get a bit of a break. And you know, uh, it was yeah, we, we missed you last week, but I mean, you're here now. And today we're going to be talking about uh, probably one of the best, if not the best, you know, gaming franchise of all time. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I mean, it's the best gaming franchise for me. It is Mortal Kombat, dude. Mortal Kombat. And uh, I mean, this is the part where, like, we need to hear the Mortal Kombat music. You know, when it starts a little techno beat, like, Mortal Kombat! Yeah. Exactly, dude. So, yeah. So, today, we're basically going to be discussing, obviously, Mortal Kombat and why it is the king of fighters. So, obviously, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, like, were you one of those kids that... You know, there's two kinds of people in this world. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. You're either a Mortal Kombat fan or a Street Fighter fan. Which one were you? So, I played like almost zero Street Fighter. I was straight Mortal Kombat. I think I played it on the NES first. You know, that was my first yeah, time yeah, playing yeah. it. Um, and then I played it on the Sega Genesis. And, um, you know, that was my first introduction to sort of like something a bit darker, something a bit gory. And uh, I remember used to, I used to freak out like... If, if someone did a fatality to me like before they could complete it I used to reset my console because I didn't want to see them murder me so brutally I was like no let me try again oh wow man yeah it's it's kind of interesting because I mean Street Fighter obviously came first I mean yeah. look I mean there was a Street Fighter game there was the first one that came out but it wasn't quite as popular as when you know Street Fighter 2 came out that, that was like the one and I mean that was lighting up arcades I remember like playing that and just thinking like whoa this is great you know with this sort of like anime sort of inspired graphics and you know these over the top characters like Blanca and Ryu and yeah. you know and Bison you know you just kind of knew it was like really cool Yeah, but I, I mean I'm on the same boat like I remember as well as a kid you know playing Mortal combat for the first time and i think it actually was when i walked into arcade right and like there's all these kids like grouped around like all these older kids like grouped around this arcade like machine and they're playing this game and i'm like obviously you walk inside the like you know trying to like peer over everybody's shoulders you know but you're a bit small so you kind of like yeah get a bit of a distance and i'm seeing like these like first of all these like realistic sprites you know that are the other characters oh yeah and there's like blood and there's blood fly, like flying everywhere and i'm like whoa okay this this is like this is insane and then as you say the fatalities like I, I think the first one i ever saw was sub-zero when he like ripped off like somebody's head that was like the first one classic <laughs> and, like i remember seeing i was like whoa what is this you know this is like incredible and i'll just never forget like I, I was just thinking to myself this is this is incredible like this is like you know how how much better can gaming get because it's just like it, it felt like you know it felt like a van damme movie like you know like when you go watch blood sport or something like johnny that. cage yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, yeah, obviously Johnny Cage was based on Van Damme and Van Damme. Well, actually, the whole history Van, of Mortal Kombat. Van Damme was based on Johnny Cage. Well, no, uh, Johnny <laughs> Cage was based off of Van Damme, but yeah. But basically, like, well, yeah, pretty much. Let's just say Johnny Cage came first. But anyways, yeah. 
the, the whole history, like I still remember when I heard about it was, it was mind blowing that, you know, Midway was trying to create like a licensed game for Van Damme. And then there were like problems. And then that's why, you know, they created this character, Johnny Cage. It was almost like, you know, a bit of a parody of Van Damme. Yeah. Everything, everything yeah. came. But if you kind of think about it, it's, it's insane because that means that we could have actually had, not had more combat, just had a Van Damme game. Yeah. And Van it's, Damme it's, it's weird. Exactly. And it's so weird. Like, and then obviously Van Damme goes and plays Guile in the Street Fighter movie as well, which is like, dude, it's like, I, it just blows my mind to actually think about how insane, like, the whole thing is here. Like, you know, going from a Van Damme <laughs> game to Van Damme being like your biggest co- competitor's like movie, it's yeah. just, it's something else. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, you know what? I probably started off as a bit of a Street Fighter like fan. Okay. You know, that, that was the thing for me. Like I was, I was really into Street Fighter and, you know, Mortal Kombat caught, caught my eye, obviously. Mm. And I remember getting it on Sega Genesis as well. But I do think that it was Mortal Kombat 2 that finally convinced me. I was like, oh, okay, this, oh, this is something else. Yeah. And that one for me was the one where I, where I thought to myself, okay, th- this is this is something else. Yeah. And I think it was because of like, you know, it just had, you know, richer cast as well. And, you know, the, the, the levels, the designs of the levels, the, yeah. the fatalities at the time. It was just really, really cool. And I mean, which one would you say, like for you, like what is your favorite Mortal Kombat game? If you can think back, which is the one that actually said to you, okay, this is the game that, yeah. you know, that, that it's it's really, you know, changing the way I look at fighters. So this is a tough one, right? Because I think growing up, you know, you only have so many games, your parents buy them for you. You can't really, you know, select what you're going to get for the most part. I mean, for me, at least, mm. I've got to hand me down with all the games already there. So mm. I had both Mortal Kombat two and three i think or it was one and three but three was was my my favorite back then um i don't know what it was i don't know if it was like that battle with shao khan who i could only beat with sub-zero i used to spam him with like the same thing him and cyrax i could beat him just spamming the same combos um but then i think overall like you know once i got an older and i got a taste of of the playstation you know the the, the playstation 2 games and whatnot yeah. mortal kombat Armageddon was my favorite hands down. Ah, uh, yes. You, you see, the thing is, like, it's funny you mentioned Mortal Kombat 3 because for me, I remember when that came out and funny enough, like, this is a, it's a funny story whenever I think about it. One of my friends, his his dad, like, owned a restaurant. Yeah. And, um, one of, and then part of the restaurant, they had, like, a little subsection as well, which was a bar and they had a lot of arcade machines. Nice. And one of the arcades, like, one, well, one of the machines, he got Mortal Kombat 3 when he came out, like, brand new like was it and he had his birthday party there and the guy who like set up the arcade machines yeah. just kind of took off the option you know for coins like you know it's unlimited legend so we went to his like birthday party and we just you know, we played Mortal Kombat 3 until we finished it and for me like as cool as that experience was and it's something I vividly remember and I do think you know it progressed the game forward in many ways like in terms of combos and yeah. in terms of like in you know, exploring the lore a little bit more I thought it was kind of weak in terms of the cast. I mean, it just removed a lot of fan favorite characters and it gave us a lot of crap, like, you know, Striker. I was going mean, to say, to... Striker was the least memorable. Dude, I mean, who wants to play as a cop? I mean, come on. like Him, really, and, him, like... And, him and his stick, his baton or whatever he was using. Wacky exactly. With. Do you really want to play as a cop? I mean, come on. It's like out of all these characters out there, you've got these like supernatural characters and you want to play as like, you know, with the, like with somebody the... who's going to write you a parking, a parking <laughs> ticket. With a backwards I mean, baseball on. cap as well. I still remember his dumb exactly. look and I just sat there as like, I'm never playing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like like the ultimate douchebag character that you can <laughs> think of. It's just like random. It's like you remove Johnny Cage and you give us this like 
this guy. I mean, I'm like, this come on. watered down like, version of just like, ah, let's just chuck him in. Yeah, we just need like a random, you know, random white guy. So we just get a representation of, of, of characters, like a policeman. Then why not? Yeah, because that's exactly what every, like every teenager wants to play as a policeman. <laughs> I mean, come on. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny that you say that, you know, Mortal Kombat 3, because I, I do think that at the same time, while I think it was not really a, a good, the best title, I think it's probably one of the worst titles for me, Mortal Kombat. It did do a lot of things moving like the, the genre forward. Yeah. And I mean, look, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think probably my favorite Mortal Kombat game right now is Mortal Kombat 11 because I just, you know, I played it recently yeah. and I think they, they're doing all the right things. They, they're hitting all the right notes. It's evolved and it's just such a rich experience. Yeah, no, so for me, I mean, it's a solid game. It's a solid game. Yeah, you can't, you can't run away like from how good it actually is. Yeah. And I mean, comparing it to, you know, Street Fight at the moment. And I like look at it, I'm like, oh, it's, you know, <laughs> it, it just, it's like, you know, it just doesn't, you can't correlate them. It's like Mortal Kombat's on a different level. Yeah. You know, it's it's completely run away. Like Street Fighter is like still stuck in like, you know, 1992, dude. Yeah, it's like, I, and I Mortal Kombat is... I don't know what it is, sorry, about Street Fighter, but it's like, I mean, to be honest, I didn't play much of it, right? But it just feels kind of cartoony, which which is fine, which is which is great. But something about the mechanics or the way it flowed just didn't work out for me. It was too like, I don't know, like the combos felt kind of weird and rigid and like instant. Maybe it was the animation. Maybe it was... You know, I like the the darker fighting games more, but yeah, on a personal note, yeah, 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 it just feels a little bit dated. I, I get you. It, it's just there's something about it that I don't necessarily know if it's you know evolved with the times per se. Yeah, and it's it's like something like Tekken as well. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, like you know Tekken on PlayStation One, Tekken Three. I mean, that was the fighting de- game that you wanted to play. That game was amazing for its time. I mean, no one was even talking about Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter at that stage. Yeah, it was all Tekken, Tekken, Tekken. And now, you know, like you, you know, you pretty much got to give Tekken away on special for anyone to buy it <laughs> because no, no no one is actually really interested in it. And it's it's sad because I also thought like Tekken had a lot of potential. It had such a cool you know, storyline to it and yeah. you know, some really interesting characters. And and like now, you know, you kind of look at it and you say, well, you know, do I want to play Street Fighter, yeah. you know, Mortal Kombat, or Tekken? It's like, you always go for MK. Yeah, That's you're right. Like, you're right. Tekken did have a lot of good story. I mean, I w- was it Tekken 4 on, on, on the PS2 where, where you could play as Jin and Devil Jin and all the stuff? And there's a whole story mode that you played through as like a third person. You didn't even play like fighting. You played like similar to like Armageddon. You had this whole story mode. That's a good question. I actually cannot remember for life of me. I remember Tekken 3, but like, it's like, like I said, man, it's been so many years since I played yeah, Tekken, no, so I can't even remember it. But yeah, it's, I remember, I do vaguely remember something like that from one of the games, but yeah, Tekken did some cool stuff. Like I remember the, even you could fight with beach balls. I remember that. Like you could have like, like, you know, like a sort of like volleyball competition, you know, you can't drop the ball. So you got to like beat the crap out of your opponents and, you know, keep the beach ball from falling. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, they did some cool stuff, but yeah, I just think that, it, you know, Mortal Kombat is, is a title that's managed to stay relevant. Yeah. You know, the fact that it's like, you know, it's almost, you know, three decades since it was released and it still stays relevant to this day. And I mean, this actually brings me to the next point. It's the mythology behind it. I think that, you know, Street Fighter actually does have like really good storylines, but I find it the Street Fighter storylines where you find the best mythologies in the anime and when you find it in the comic books yeah. that they start exploring it. But I think the games, somehow they always fall short a little bit. They don't mm. actually capture mm. it. Whilst with MK... You know, and I think we were talking about this, you know, just off air, even before we started the, uh, the podcast. And 
we were saying that with MK, they've like rebooted it like several times. Yeah. But the, the core storyline still stays the same. You know, it is, you know, the Earth Realm versus Outworld, you know, in Mortal Kombat, you know, the destiny of whichever, you know, realm is basically, you know, dependent on Mortal Kombat. And it's all these characters. It's very simple and is. There's a lot of stuff that happens in it, and even if they reboot it, you still understand the motivation of the characters, yeah. and it, it kind of does feel a little bit like the MCU sometimes because it's kind of like <laughs> it kind of shows you know, you know what can happen with time travel and you know like and with the gods and everything like that. So especially it, when it, when Mortal Kombat like runs into DC and Injustice. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's the thing. It, it just reboots itself when it when it realizes okay, we've painted ourselves into a corner. You know, we hit the reboot button. I think it's just like it's unashamed to do it. Yeah, it just knows like okay, cool. You know, we've you know we've painted ourselves into a corner. We've done things that have upset the fan base. Mm. You know, let's hit the restart button. And they can always do it anyways because yeah. it's just such a, a fantasy driven series that you know it, it's believable. It's like oh okay, you know Raiden just decided to you know hit the reset button on, on the world and start over again. It's like yeah. oh that's believable. You know that's cool. We we can deal with that. Exactly. And I, yeah, go ahead. Man. No, sorry. No, I was I was gonna say like. Um, I think I remember, you know, obviously I, I I read all the lore when when it was popping up on the game as like little fact sheets or when you finished and you, when you finished uh, the game as a certain character in like Mortal Kombat three, for example, they'd give you this whole little story you can read, you know, and that was yes, like your, yeah. your big thing. But then uh, eventually, when the games, you know, uh, took on a bit of a, a bigger life and it was more narrative, I think it was Deception where Liu Kang uh, died. And that was shock for me. I was like, how can a main <laughs> character die? I was not okay. Like, and he snapped his neck and I just sat there and I was just like, I, 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 and I know I was young, dude. It just felt like, it felt so intense, but it drew me in. I was like, this is so cool. You know, like what more is there? So yeah, dude, big ups yeah, for well, their lore and that they're not afraid to just go for it. No one's safe. It's true. And I mean, the thing is like, I remember as well, like Johnny Cage is like, it's my favorite character in Mortal Kombat. And I remember like when he died from Mortal Kombat 2 to Mortal Kombat 3 and I was yeah. like what the hell like what happened and I was like I was devastated I was like, how can you remove Johnny Cage from here it's like I was I was broken and suddenly he comes back in like Mortal Kombat 4 I'm like oh, okay cool you know he's back awesome and then he died again like in one of the future games I can't even remember which one it was and he came back again I'm like okay this is great so as you say they, they do that I think you know they, they manage to keep the series fresh sometimes yeah. like by but actually just, you know, looking at some of the characters and, you know, parking them for a while and then, you know, bringing new characters and seeing how the audience reacts to them and then, you know, say, okay, cool. You know, you know that it's never set in stone, you know, that it's going to disappear. Yeah. I mean, look at Sub-Zero, for example. I mean, the original Sub-Zero is, you know, he was practically dead. Yeah. You know, like it was like there was a new Sub-Zero in, in Mortal Kombat 3 avenging the, uh, the death of his brother. And that was an evil Sub-Zero. Now, he's a good Sub-Zero. I mean, I don't even know which Sub-Zero we're talking about. I got so confused. Like a few times I sat there, I was like, oh, there's Sub-Zero and there's Sub-Zero 2, okay? And then there's like, (laughs) and then there's Frost. And then there's like, I was like, okay, fine. It's cool. But I I didn't mind diving into it because, you know, between the Lin Kuei and the, oh man, what's Scorpion's clan? The, the, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to put my tongue, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That whole like uh, battle between, between them, like, Every Clans, yeah. it never it never gets old you just you love to see it and i think scorpion has soon become everyone's favorite i don't know if he always was but he's just become the poster child for mortal kombat more than Liu kang but that's also quite cool like what, what you mentioned there because i think there's so much 
especially in Mortal Kombat compared to the likes of Street Fighter like Street Fighter you know there's not all these like many subplots if you want to call it that you know it's it's pretty much you know Ryu is basically you know supposed to face off against you know M. Bison yeah. and that that's basically you know the main sort of storyline like if you look at Mortal Kombat they've got all these interesting subplots as you say you know Scorpion versus Sub-Zero you've got Sonya Blade versus Kano yeah you know, you've, you've got all of these like interesting little, you know, things going on there. And, you know, you've got like Quan Chi in the background as well when you're not thinking about, you know, Shao Kahn. And, you know, you've obviously got the dynamic between Liu Kang and Kang Lao as well. So there's all these like yeah. little mini stories that like just make it richer compared to everything else. You yeah. just know that this is like it's, you know, it, it, there's a lot there to dive into. And that's mm-hmm. why I think, you know, with Mortal Kombat, it's been successful because it's not just in terms of games. You know, we, we've got the games, but at the same time, we've also got, you know, we've had the animated series that's come out and we've had the, the movies that, that have come out. Way. Yeah. And I mean, the, the movies were, eh, you know, the, the second one is, well, the first one was great. Like, you yeah. know, the first Mortal Kombat was great, but Mortal Kombat Annihilation, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a train wreck. But it was, you know, they tried to do something cool. There was also the, uh, the Conquest TV series. There was like, you know, I think it ran for one season in the late 90s. And that was quite interesting. They're trying to explore the lore yeah. and they're doing different things. And didn't, I think that that's what makes Didn't Machinima do something unique. as well? Yes, they got the Legacy series. That yeah, was they did pretty first... cool. Yeah, that, that was actually very interesting because I remember they did that short. And yeah. then that short like was so well received. It was like, oh, you know, this needs to become something. And then they did. Uh, it was uh, Legacy Season 1. And that was great. And then Season 2 was greenlit. And that was even better. They even brought back some of the the, the, the actors from the, the movies. Oh, nice. Um, I remember for, Sha- for Shang Tsung, they, they did that. And they brought back, I think it was like, and they brought, no, Mark Dukaskas. I think he was Kung Lao, if I'm not mistaken. It was yeah. like, it was awesome. And um, he was either Kung Lao or Raiden. I can't remember now. Hmm. But then the season three was greenlit it was like they they actually recorded it apparently because i was like seeing uh like a, an interview with casper van Dien, and he was saying who, who played johnny cage he said that we actually recorded this it's done but there was a lot of you know political nonsense at warner brothers and you know with obviously the studio because yeah. warner wanted to do its own movie and they just parked it so apparently season three is just sitting there wow done Wow. But no just, one's seen it. The thing is, yeah. like, I don't know about you, but like from th- I've gotten so excited about Mortal Kombat coming to TV, coming to movies, you know, coming to things so many times over and it keeps getting delayed or like uh, someone leaves or like there's always some kind of controversy behind it. And somehow that makes it even more interesting. I'm like, I just want to see something. It, it's a good point. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we had the Mortal Kombat movie that was 95. Yeah. So that was 25 years ago, basically. And... Um, then you had Annihilation, which I think was two years later. And since then, like, there's been Trout. no movie. But, 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 the new movie is coming out in 2021 if COVID behaves itself. Oh, dude, I hope so. But, I mean, at the moment, I'll be honest with you, I'm, it's supposed to be coming out in January 2021. Because yeah. it was originally supposed to be March 2021, but I think they finished early. And they were like, okay, cool. There's a there's an opening in January, but this was before COVID. Mm. So I mean, the, the movie's done. The movie's finished. Right. So that, that's a good that's a good news. You know, it's not like they needed to go and you know refilm like parts of it. The movie was complete. Yeah. And what worries me though is we're in October right yeah. now, and we haven't seen a trailer yep. at all for it. And normally it's like it's normally around this time, you know, with. Look, with Blockbuster Journey, you, you're talking anytime from six months before the, the release to maybe three months before they release. Yeah. But we haven't seen anything. You know, we 
we've seen, you know, like, okay, they've announced what the logo, they've announced the, um, the, the actors in the movie, but that's it. We haven't yeah. seen anything else. There's no teasers. There's I haven't nothing checked the actors. I, sh- I should do that. You know, you're getting me hyped. I've been so off the pulse with this that I'm like, I've just accepted, like, I'll have to wait. Now that you're getting me hyped again, I need to go check out who's playing who. No, they've got they've got like a really decent cast. It's a young cast as well. And, you know, when you when you see some of the people involved, you know, you're going to be like, wow, that that's some really good castings there. But they're also like, there's some characters, like, you know, some people have been announced, like Lewis Tan, for example. Yeah. He's been announced for the movie, but they haven't revealed who his character is. And Lewis uh-huh. Tan, I mean, he's he's quite a big name at the moment. You know, he's doing really well. Yeah. And there's a lot of debate, will he be Johnny Cage? And, I mean, I- I'm on board for that because that guy is like, he'd be perfect as Johnny Cage. <laughs> you know, like playing this like Hollywood sort of, you know, over-the-top character. I think Lewis Tan is, is perfect for Johnny Cage. But, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen anything about this movie. And mm. I'm strongly believing that... Warner's probably looking at like, uh, should we, you know, delay it? And they're not saying anything. They'll probably delay it closer yeah. to the time. I mean, if we look at it, Dune has just been delayed to like next year, October. Didn't Batman also get delayed? Yeah, that's like 2021 now as well. Well, no, 2022, sorry. Ugh. That's 2022. So it was supposed to be um, October 1st, if I'm not mistaken, 2021. And now it's moved to March 2022. Okay. Okay. But Dune also like received, you know, like everything has. The only one that's really stayed on the slate is Wonder Woman, which is supposed to come out around Christmas time. But I saw a lot of speculation. There's a rumor going around that it's going to go straight to HBO Max mm. because they don't have faith when the like movie theaters are going to open again because in America, obviously, they, they, a lot of them are still closed in some cities and around yeah. the world and they're not really making money. And, you know, there's obviously, I'd imagine, you know, Warner's thinking maybe we should just, you know, try it out, see how it does. Mm. And who knows, maybe Mortal Kombat could be also going to HBO Max. Yeah. That's a possibility. It's the I way mean, of the future, possibly, man. Uh, it is. I mean, the thing is also, I don't think this Mortal Kombat movie was, you know, it had Avengers style budget, you know, of $200 million. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it had like a decent budget. It is a franchise movie, so it's not going to be some indie movie where, you know, you have to film it for a packet of crisps and an <laughs> ice cream, you know. But it's like you, it's going to have a decent budget, but they'd probably think to themselves, well, are we going to risk, you know, releasing it in cinemas mm. and getting, you know, getting nothing back in return or just put it on HBO Max and make it like a draw card like they're yeah. done with Witches now as well in October yeah. that was supposed to go to theaters and it's like okay cool we're going to do this so I don't know I mean it's it's going to be interesting to see what they actually do yeah let's check it out <laughs> but yeah I mean we've obviously spoken about the MK movie but let's talk now more importantly about the MK games now Lois you yeah. got to tell me dude people like when they play Mortal Kombat, they generally think to themselves, it's fatalities. That's, that's the main thing that comes yeah. to mind. Okay, it's fatalities. But there are also friendships in the game. There's also some combo moves. <laughs> There's those x-ray vision moves as well like that. For you, what do you think is the thing about Mortal Kombat that every time you pick up a game, you're like, yeah, that's what I want to do. This is what I want to see. Is it the fatalities? Is it the combos? What is it that? What is it about the gameplay that keeps you coming back for more? Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you it was fatalities, friendships. Are babyalities still a thing? Those were a thing. Um, they were a thing, yeah. They, I don't they, know if they that's still a thing. Coming back and uh, coming and going. Like, yeah. that's the one thing I've realized. Yeah, they, they come and go. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So I think for me, it's what I've always loved about Mortal Kombat is that like a single punch or a single kick or the way that they do it 
is so intense that it would kill a mere mortal. Like just their normal <laughs> punch, the way their necks kind of snap to the right when you just go for like a regular punch <laughs> is amazing. So when you when you manage to have like a fluid combo going, switching between like weapons or whatever while you're doing it, um, and it's just bone crunching on every hit, it's so satisfying. And I think the most satisfying move for me, it's always been the uppercut. Um, ah. Just to see how much they fly with that. It is, it's brutal and it's brilliant. But yeah, Fatalities is obviously the uh, the winner. I am a fan of the X-Ray moves. I didn't know if I was going to be. I thought it might be cheesy. Like, you know, people yeah. are going to be able to like use that a lot. But I think it was well implemented and uh, it's still a lot of fun. It's it's interesting you mentioned that. It's like the uppercut. Because I, I just imagine you being one of those guys sitting on the, like, you know, the left-hand side of the screen yeah. holding the block button the whole oh, yeah, time and the until way. the attack comes. And then, and then, you, and then the, you just uppercut them and that's how you cheat your way. <laughs> 100%. You know, like, it's like grinding your way to victory there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the X-ray, the X-ray moves, it's kind of, it's cool. But like, there's one thing that I have a problem with the X-ray moves. Like, yeah. It's it's something small, something minor, but it's just like you know. For example, when you see the, you know, like uh, something like a bone crunching move, like you know, you see the skull, the jaw, yeah. like you know, something does it, and then you you, you know you, you execute the X ray move. Then afterwards, your opponent looks absolutely fine. Yeah, they're chilling. Yeah, they they they're cool. You know, <laughs> I've always found that that's like a little bit, you know, it's a bit unrealistic for me. Like I, I get it. You know, more combat over the put Mortal Kombat are unrealistic. I, I, I know that's <laughs> the thing. But like you know, and I hate to use this as an example, but I remember like in the the WWE games like a couple of years ago, yeah, when they when you're still allowed to have blood in the games and stuff like that, they used to show like damage on on an opponent. Yeah. So for example, like you know, if you beat up an opponent, you know, like in certain parts, you know, you'd actually start seeing the blood and you start seeing the damage like showing on their body. Mm. And I've always wondered like, wouldn't that be cool if like Mortal Kombat could implement something like that? You just like, dragging I mean, your broken leg behind you trying to like fight. Exactly. Be so imagine how, imagine <laughs> how cool that is. Like if it actually like it actually limits like you know certain things that you do like obviously you can do some high risk moves and stuff like that yeah. in it in the game but it's like you know it, it just would add like a different element to it because also the thing is what more do you think they can do with Mortal Kombat the games because if you look at it now it's like yeah it's great I mean you dig Mortal Kombat you know 11 it's great and you know you look at Mortal Kombat 10 it was great but mm. how are they going to push things forward in Mortal Kombat 12 I mean yeah okay we know they're going to have a lot of guest characters you're going to have you know more Robocop more of you know Terminator, whatever, yeah, but yeah. how are you going to move the game forward? Like the next step to say, all right, we've improved the fighting system. We've we've changed certain things. Like, how are you going to draw people? Otherwise, it's just going to be like you know you're playing FIFA every year, dude. It's just got like a new you got a, a new person on the cover. It's the same game inside the box. Yeah, you know, and you don't want to get there. I do think Mortal Kombat 11 is now polished, you know, their formula very well. So I, it's true that I'm not entirely sure what's going to come. That's not just a a gimmick you know um and, and it tied up the story pretty well as well so i what a third person rpg no that's so like not mortal kombat but maybe maybe this permanent damage thing would be something cool be something different well look i mean they did experiment like you know different formats i mean there was a mortal kombat mythology sub-zero game yeah. that was also like a platformer they also had the um it was one of jacks as well i can't remember what its name was now and then it had the shaolin monks with uh luke oh, kang oh man and... that one was so sick i forgot about mk yeah, shaolin monks. Out, yeah. that was dope and yeah, was... they had like they, they tried different things and i mean i think they they, they were okay i mean if we're gonna like be honest here, okay yeah. besides mortal Kombat mythology sub-zero like that game was trash yeah um but like the reason they were like 
they were pretty decent. They were fun enough, you know. Like yeah. it, it wasn't anything revolutionary. I don't think it was like you know a Mortal Kombat game. But you, you raise a good point. I also do think that the storyline, you know, it, it just brought everything to a close in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. And I know they released, you know, the new DLC that you can buy and all of that. Yeah. There was something recently. But the storyline is kind of much done, like what they've done. Like, as you said, it's going to be rebooted again, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we're going to be no doing. Doubt. And No doubt. And obviously, there's a new generation of fighters. But, like, are we going to be growing old with these characters now? Like, I mean, obviously, Johnny Cage, you know, he's got a daughter now, Cassie Cage. Yes. But, I mean, are we going to see a pension of Johnny Cage now? Like, what's going to happen? You know, are we going to be fighting with this dude? Like, who's, you know, what's, what's going to go on? It's yeah, like, I, that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I'd be interested because obviously they're asking themselves the same question. Like, if you're the creative team there, you don't want to be on, like, the lore and story creative team. You just want to be on the fatalities creative team, sipping on gin and juice, like, coming up with the most gruesome <laughs> and over-the-top way to kill people. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. <laughs> I, I think, you know what, Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, 10... It came out in, I think it was 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. Was that when it got and rebooted, right? Oh, no, no, that wasn't well, 10, it was no, before. No, no. Yeah, there, I think it was 9, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was 9, just you're right, yeah. Mortal Kombat, yeah. But then Mortal Kombat 10 came out, and that was like, that was really cool. I remember that on PS4, it was just, you know, when I, when I got my PS4, I got it with Mortal Kombat, you know, 10. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, this is awesome. You know, that was the first thing, like, I played that game, and I was just like, you know the, the way it's evolved was just something else and then you know obviously it took a couple of years yeah and then we got you know we got Mortal Kombat 11 yeah and you know they spent so maybe I'm thinking Mortal Kombat 12 you know they might spend some time with it so they don't need to release it every you know two years or three years maybe yeah, it doesn't like, have to be FIFA yeah it's like maybe it should be like every five years or so like you know just let it just let it rest for a while yeah and you know then bring it back but I mean it's, it's kind of interesting because you think about Street Fighter and Street Fighter tried to do that. I mean, for many years, you know, you didn't really get, you know, like Street Fighter was popping up. Yeah. They tried to do that. They tried to keep it, you know, like, oh, okay, this is going to be an occasion. You know, when a new Street Fighter comes out, it's something. Right. It's an occasion for you guys. It's not something that, you know, you're going to get every year, like, as you say, like a FIFA. Yeah. But, you know, for them, I don't know. It just, there, there was a change there. Something happened because I remember, you know, Mortal Kombat, I think around Mortal Kombat 4. Yeah. When it was the the first time it went into like you know 3D graphics, and yes. they, they tried. It. it looks very dated now, but there was something about that game that did not translate as well. Mm. You know that there wasn't as well received as other ones. It like there was it wasn't as much hype for it. I, I, look personally, I thought it was great for its time. Yeah. I thought you know I mean I got on my PC and I was like oh this is really cool. It was something <laughs> different at the stage and they're like wow this is really different. Yeah, but there was a bit of a, a dip, you know and. I kind of also associated with, you know, a bit of a transition that gaming went through at the time because, you know, we obviously had Mortal Kombat always coming out uh, first at the arcades and then yeah. on console. Yeah. And that used to be the thing, you know, like obviously you go play it. Then we started transitioning away from arcades, you know, like it, it became more of your home gaming your home systems. Console, yeah. your, your home console became became everything. And I think it was around about that time. That, you know we started noticing a bit of transition because then people started getting sucked in by other games you know there was just a whole bunch of games out there that you know you wanted to play and mm. first person shooters and and i think fighting games took a bit of a backseat to that stage because they were pretty much arcade titles now like they, they were coming across and it just it took a while for it to develop yeah. again the interest in Mortal Kombat. i don't think it ever went away but it was it wasn't quite what it is now yeah it's true it did dip at some stage noticeably 
And I also think it, it probably ties in with a reason why you say that there hasn't been a movie or like a TV series that has come out in the last couple of years, like for, for many years, is because I think it was, you know, seesawing in popularity. Yeah. And they're probably like, uh, yeah, you know, we don't want to invest too much money in this because it's going to flop and, you know, uh, we don't know what to do with it effectively. Yeah. Not so, so And now it's a different story. Now it's like, ooh, okay, Mortal Kombat actually has got a very, very good following at the moment. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I think it's it's back to where it belongs and yep, it's the king of fighters. Was it, I think it was, was it Mortal Kombat 10 where it kind of exploded back? I mean, I saw a lot of hype for 9, but I think like 10 is where I just saw everyone losing their minds. Yeah, it was it was 10 where I think they, it's the new fighting system that we experienced, yeah. you know, the new graphics, the new, the new approach. And I think that it just, it, I think it pushed it to the next level. You know, what what they did was with the gameplay and, you know, keeping things fresh, they, they just brought something new to the party here that no one had done at that stage. And I think that this is where Mortal Kombat succeeds, where like Tekken and, you know, Street Fighter or maybe failing is they haven't pushed forward. Yeah. They're still stuck there. They're still like, they're still stuck in, you know, I don't know, Xbox 360 gym. You know, they're there. <laughs> you know, they haven't like it's, it's, quite it's evolved. It's true. I think when, when you find a formula that works, you, you try and like, stick to it so long that sometimes it's too long i mean if we're looking at this is a game that's nothing like a fighting game but it's the only one i can think of right now where they have a formula that they keep using over and over and it's finally kind of dying is i don't know if you've ever played the original pokemon games but i noticed yeah. with this with this new switch one actually like you know because it's been quiet i googled the other i was like you know are people still playing and after like I think a month or so because those games you used to used to play them for ages you know you got sucked mm. in and they're just kind of dead now and I think people are so over the same thing with no like innovation I think even whether it's a fighting game an RPG whatever you know the danger to sticking too long without innovating is is, is yeah is that loss of interest I think it's also like as you say it's, it's genres I think hit certain peaks yeah. You know, we've got certain peaks for genres. Like, if you look at, for example, platformers, you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. and you know, Super Mario Brothers, those were like super popular in the '90s. They were like, those were the games to have. Those were the games that were like outselling everyone else. Mm. And you know, nowadays, if you look at it, yes, you know, Sonic and Mario still have a fan base and they still yeah. do well. But it's more of a nostalgia factor. Yeah, you, know, you don't see you don't see a lot of new platformers come out. Okay, cool. I mean, you've got Crash Bandicoot Four, which is you know I would say that's like Sony's answer to you know Mario and uh, Sonic. Yeah, and it's done something really cool in the sense that it's it's kept true to what the platformer genre is and to what Crash Bandicoot is. Yeah, but it's also kind of said you know what we're moving a little bit forward. But you kind of look at the game and you say to yourself. This is great, but there's nothing else like it, like really challenging it. Yeah. Because, as you say, it's 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 a product of its time, I think, in a certain way. Exactly. And uh, with a lot of games, as you say, if, if you don't evolve, you sometimes get left behind. You know, there's yeah. a certain way. Like, I sometimes, you know, like when I play my old PlayStation One games, and I think to myself, "Oh, this was so cool," and then you kind of think, "This is like it feels different now." Yeah. You know, like now, when you compare stuff to the mechanics of playing something like you know God of War. Yeah. Or, you know, and you like think to yourself, okay, wow, this is like really in depth. There's so much happening here. Before it would just be like, you know, God of War. Like if you had to create it in the '90s, like in the early '90s, it would just be Golden Axe. Effectively, I love that game. By the way, Golden Axe was amazing. Exactly. And there's but, nothing wrong yeah. with it, but it, that's what it is. It's like you know, side scrolling, beat him up. It's like Streets of Rage, effectively. And th- that's the thing. You start realizing that you know certain genres. I think they come back. You know, there's like, 
there's always a bit of a callback to it and you know especially i think with older fans for the nostalgia factor yeah but if you don't evolve like and i think that's with fighting games they got smart uh, especially in Mortal Kombat, they, they said, okay, we need to evolve this. You know, we can't just think of um, basically, you know, making a game for arcade anymore because mm. that's not what happens. And I think maybe that's where Street Fighter still fails a little bit. It still feels too much arcadey and not mm. enough like, okay, this is something I can invest a lot of time in. But I mean, look, I'm also speaking out of my ass here because <laughs> there are people there are people out there that are having, you know, Street Fighter competitions. It's it's still huge around the world. Yeah, look, it's still, you know, it's still revered still... to many as like the king of fighters, like but but like not objectively Mortal Kombat's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it, yeah. I'm saying that and it's the same thing with Tekken, but if you don't evolve, you know, you're gonna die. Yeah. And I think that that's like, you know, Mortal Kombat's shown that it's like, you know what? And I think at the same time it's shown if you die, they can always resurrect you because that's what Mortal Kombat's about. It can about. always be rebooted. It's like a Judd Lazarus pit, so that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you uppercut somebody into like one of those things that looks like an acid pit or something, it's a yeah. Lazarus pit. You're just gonna you're gonna rise again and you know, Dude, someone, back to the someone next like game. new to the game, like will like see it happen, see someone die and be like, No, this character, I love this character. Ah, they'll be back, don't worry about it. But it's crazy though, if you think about like back then, you know, how much controversy Mortal Kombat caused when it Dude. arrived like, at the occasion yeah yeah it was Mortal Kombat it was Doom you know it was like it's violence and blood and it's now like literally like the prototype for every video game out there you know if you kind of look at it it's just like every game has, has, has done it they've made it more realistic Dave yeah and like you know because recently I've been watching um you know Amazon's The Boys season 2 and it's so gruesome oh, yes. and hardcore and I just sat there and I was like no, this is what Mortal Kombat should be like, basically. Like, <laughs> literally episode seven. Me yeah. <laughs> literally episode seven, right? Like, the, the final bits of episode seven. I sat seven. there and I was yeah. like, fatality. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I caught up on it last night. And I was like, ah, oh, man. This oh, was like, dude, what? Only the boys can do this. But you're right. I mean, I think, you know, Mortal Kombat is like, you know, it started that and everybody was like, Oh, this is gruesome this is terrible you know you know oh the, the children what will happen to the children you know that was a, it's like with gta like, and how like no they're gonna you know go outside and like beat up women on the streets and just take people's money like yeah exactly like gta is just because i mean look this gta has also caused controversy because of that yeah and i mean that's the thing but i think that now you know like looking back you know mortal kombat was like doom at that stage as well you know a very big game changer yeah because it kind of said you know what gaming doesn't just need to be something for kids yeah it doesn't just need to be something that's you know bright colorful characters you know plumbers jumping through pipes you know and like going to other like fantasy worlds right it was like it can be something more it can be something you know more gruesome something more realistic something that reflects you know like for example movies as we say you know you can have your children's movies you can have your you know your comedies and you can have whatever but there's also like you know there's adult movies there's action yeah. movies that are you know people's heads flying off. adult and, animation and then like someone who doesn't watch any animation comes oh you're watching cartoons you just get so mad <laughs> it's not cartoons <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for adults <laughs> exactly it's like somebody if somebody watched the new like mortal kombat animated movie that came out as yeah. well like they'd also think that oh this is cool let me buy it for like you know my, my three-year-old son like, no, no 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 it's like this is not gonna fly but it, it's true i mean i think that it's a game like that that opened up a discussion mm. for something wide as you say you know like you know adult animated series and you know opening up this whole entire world i think they were trailblazers at the time you know they actually brought this out and they said you know what we're gonna break the rules yeah we're gonna do something different and 
I think that's a reason why we have what we have now. And that's a reason why you can have, you know, an R-rated Harley Quinn animated series. Yeah. That's funny, but, you know, it's directed at adults and it's you know, not for kids. But at the same time, you can have a Justice League action, for example, for, for children. So it's, mm. it's a bit of everything. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of options out there. But now it's not just like, okay, well, Mortal Kombat, if we want to go into, you know, cartoons and mm. it has to be, you know, you can't have knives. You can't kick anyone. Yeah. You can throw salt in their eyes, maybe, or something. But that's, you know, that's a good it. point. Like you definitely have to give Mortal Kombat credit for the influence they've had in the entertainment industry in general. Like often, you'll see something and you'll be like, "That's very Mortal Kombat esque," you know, or, yeah, or like Mortal Kombat will have already done it or, or made it okay. But like, ah, yes, you know. And, uh, it, <laughs> I think what it also did was it brought the whole fantastical sort of element into you know like into like sort of the fighting genre in a sense yeah you, know, you kind of had yeah okay you know obviously there was also a little bit of elements of that in street fighter you know we, we've got to be honest here you know like yeah. obviously you had certain elements especially when they're pulling off certain moves like uh you know the hadouken you know we know that but yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think you know like with mortal Kombat, it just it made it wider you know, especially with martial arts and i mean if you kind of look at even some you know martial arts series as you see nowadays you, as you say you can see the Mortal Kombat influence I think it just it's carried over yeah and you know the, the sort of characters and I think that that's you know it's great and I think that yeah we've all got to be grateful and thankful to Mortal Kombat and Ed Boon the king of fighters yes and Ed Boon and uh, obviously we, we, we can't forget about Tobias as well I mean yeah. come on you know, the, he, I mean, John Tobias was was there. So I mean, uh, yes, we always talk about Ed Boon because of Noob Cybot. You know, <laughs> we just remember he's a first name. You know, Noob Cybot. So yeah. You know that. But but yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's Mortal Kombat is definitely the king of fighters. And Lois, man, thank you once again for joining me to chat about Mortal Kombat and oh, all this other geeky pleasure. stuff that we did. Absolute pleasure. It was super cool. And yeah, I mean. We're going to have to decide next week what to talk about. There's quite a few topics that, you know, some of our listeners have given us. Yeah. We're going to have to test our might and uh, figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) Test your might. But yeah. But anyways, guys, if you enjoyed listening to the show and you want to leave a comment down below or, you know, you want to reach out and say, hey, you guys should talk about Street Fighter next time. And, you know, why that is a King of Fires, which we'll disagree with you on, but it's cool. We'll chat about it then just you know drop us a line and drop us a comment and while you're at it don't forget to subscribe to the channel and thanks for joining us until next time guys cheers bye